Welcome to Shot Callers. I'm your host, Dennis Postemeyer, and this is brought to you by Motivation Success TV. Today, it is a very exciting day. My good friend, Krista Mayshore, is joining us. Welcome to the show, Krista. Thanks for having me, Dennis. I'm just so proud of you and all that you've accomplished. You're such a rock star. Uh, well, I appreciate you. Coming from you, that's awesome, because uh, you're a best-selling author and the founder of Krista Mayshore Coaching. But let me give let me give our viewers a little bit of uh, stats here. So, you're top 1% of realtors nationwide for 20 years, okay? Krista has personally sold in clo close to over 2,200 homes, top 1% of coaches nationwide, top digital marketer to look out for in 2021, and has taught over 1,000 of professionals to be leaders in the community. That's pretty awesome, Krista. So uh, thank I, you. I, I'm sure that's just touching the surface of what you can do, so... Uh, let's start with the topic of, of why we even got brought together, which is pretty awesome. So you were a part of Edwina's book, uh, Phenomenal Feminine Entrepreneurs. What was it like to be uh, uh, interviewed by Edwina? Oh, she's great. She, it was it was so nice. And she just told the story so well. And I just I felt like it was it was a blessing and an honor all together. So, yeah. So pretty powerful move and, and it really beautiful book. I love it, you know, from the aspect of somebody who's being as an author, you know, having a book so well put together and so much, you can feel the heart and soul put into that book. And it's uh, when I got it in the mail, because I had to print one up earlier, I got one in the mail. I'm like, oh my gosh, okay. This is so I can't, I, I told her she's got to have it on hardback soon because uh, it just doesn't, you know, it, it'll really be, really be a nice marketing piece. So it, I love the movement too, you know, female oh, entrepreneurs, it's great. It's, I'm actually nervous because being part of the network, the television network, we have so many powerful women. So I, I, I talked to one gentleman about it. He's like, well, why, why did you want me on the network? I said, Hey, I said, you know what? There's so many powerful women. We got to try to find a way to just learn from them. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's, that's our goal is to learn as much as we can. So, um, let me ask you this. How is it you went from zero to 20 million in under four years? It's just not giving up. Honestly, it's just, it's, it's hiring the right coaches and, um, and mentors that that's a huge part of it. I, I would not be where I'm at had I not invested in myself, um, over and over again. Right. Uh, it's funny. I just did a post in my inner circle and I was like, I added up all of the coaches that I had hired and it's only been about, you know, three years and, and, uh, nine months. And I, it was like $460,000 just within my inner circle that I had invested and I mean, but I mean, it's gotten us to, we just hit the, you know, 20 million mark in our company. Um, we just had our best month ever. We just, we did $2,000 under 2 million. So we were $2,000 shy of 2 million this month. It was our best month ever during a worldwide pandemic. And it is all due to just never giving up, continuing to move forward and hiring the right people to help get there. I love that because I, you know, being in the financial industry for a long time, I don't need a calculator to say that that investment in the coaching is definitely well worth it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, if you figure out what you put in into what, uh, even just your monthly return last month, what do you say to people who, because that's always a constant conversation I have with people about coaching and finding mentors. I was blessed to have a couple really good mentors at, at, who got me started in business. What would you say to people who are hesitant as far as that goes to get a coach? I would say, you know, it's it sometimes it's 
if you don't do what's hard now, it's going to be hard forever, right? Like sometimes it's difficult to pull out your pocketbook and pay 25,000, 40,000. I just paid 50,000. I'm, I might invest 150,000 in another program, another coach for a year. And it, it seems hard at first, but it's like, you learn so much because it, you have to hire someone that's done what you're trying to do, right? For example, if you want to learn how to make a million dollars a month, you need to hire someone that's making at least that, if not more, right? I, um, but you learn what they've done wrong. It's like you collapse timeframes because they yeah. teach you all the mistakes not to make and what does work. And then if you're, if you're coachable and you're willing to actually do the work, then you're great. I think many people, they give up too soon. I, I noticed like, it's like Napoleon Hill, thinking grow rich, right? You're three feet from gold. So many people um, give up just right before they're, they're going to get to that mark and, and things take time. You know, I mean, it, it takes time to, to, to have things kick in, but it, it will work and it will kick in if you just don't ever stop. Yeah. I, well, I couldn't agree more. And I, I just talked to one of our uh, uh, salespeople from one of our companies and he was, he, he had gone six months. It really took him a long time to get things going and then it, to get his feet underground. And he just started closing some really big deals. And I was like, you know, you're finally, and he was kind of frustrated. I said, you're finally there. You have no idea how, how nice the next few years are going to start really going for you now that you're actually starting to learn the niche. But yeah. going, going off what you said is you're taking out that that in between you're learning from their mistakes. And, but I will say you mentioned something as far as being coachable and being teachable, because that's important too. So many of us come into these things with bad habits and we know it all, right? And if you don't have an open mind and you don't, if you're not trainable and you're not coachable, I see so many people put up that own block to themselves in, in many industries. And um, I just don't, what's the best way to get them past that? Um. God, I don't know. That's, that's, that's probably a good question. I, I, I didn't know the answer. The answer is being around. Okay. So you know how the four minute mile, it took hundreds of years for it to, for it yeah. to get broken. Right. Yeah. And once when you're in, a, in an, an environment, in a community, in fact, Napoleon, uh, think and grow rich Napoleon Hill, he says that um, you, you need to be around like the six, there's six, there's 16 habits of successful people. And these habits can be learned. You're not born with them, right? So the, he, he, he interviewed people from all over the world um, and realized that there's 16 things. One of those things that people do that are very successful is they, they surround themselves with a mastermind team, kind of like what you're putting on right now, right? Like what this whole network is like a mastermind team. You're, you're getting all this advice from these great leaders. But when you can see other people achieving something, it's like, and, and I found in my own coaching program, like we just see people finding more success more quickly and getting so much more done because they're seeing everyone else do it. And when you see other people that are just like you, you know, or different than you, and you're like, if they can do it, I can do it. So being around people that are achieving success and in immersing yourself in that environment and being able to look at them and, and see yourself in, in, in their eyes and what they're achieving and believing that you have the possibility to do it is a huge, huge aspect. I would never be where I'm at had I not, you know, involved myself with these higher level mastermind inner circles. Um, you know, it helped, it just fast tracked me, you know, so that's a huge part of success. That's really, so the people who are hanging around you, that's their norm. And that's, yeah. you know, it's, they're not the exception anymore. It's not like looking at them from a distance. It's like, oh no, the norm of the people I hang out with, here's the success level we're at. Yes. And that's why you want to keep reaching and constantly reaching for those new people that, to involve in your inner circle. I love that. So um, give me uh, your one key strategy to digital marketing to the masses. Okay. So this is something I just spoke about at Funnel Hacking Live. So last month, um, 
was Funnel Hacking Live, and it's a digital marketing conference. It's probably the second largest one in the world, quite frankly. Russell Brunson is the founder of it, and he's the founder of ClickFunnels, and he is the number one digital marketer in the world. Literally, he's just amazing. So he had me speak on the pre-funnel strategy. So, um, and what a funnel is, is it's kind of like a website, but a funnel is something that you drive traffic to that is just for one specific uh, you're just going there for one specific reason, basically. Okay. So it's a little bit more, not a little bit more. It's a lot, it's a lot better than a website because you know why they're going there and you're driving traffic to that specific funnel for one specific reason. So I focus on the pre-funnel, like what you do before the funnel. And I use the analogy of dating, right? So if you're at this party and you see like the love of your life and you don't just go up to them and say, let's go hop in the sack. I mean, some people might do that, but it's probably not recommended, right? So what you do is, you know, you start texting them and you look at them online and then you start, you know, talking on the phone and FaceTiming and then you go to lunch and you go to breakfast and then, you know, you hold hands and then you kiss and then you get engaged and then you get married and then you jump in the sack, right? You date and you get to know your significant other. Marketing is attraction. Marketing is like dating. You need to date your community. You need to date your clientele. You need to let them to get to know you and to like you and trust you. So my main strategy, both in real estate and in coaching, um, that has helped me be in the top 1% very, very quickly in coaching is utilizing the video strategy to put my content in front of people. So I spend part of my marketing budget before I even like launched any funnels on putting my video content in front of my audience so that they can get to know me, they can start to like me, they can learn to trust me. It positions me as the authority. It starts to break down their barriers and it literally de develops a relationship between me and them because that way when I take them to the, to the funnel, the conversions are much, much stronger. In fact, there's a term for this, it's called a parasocial relationship. And what that means is that our brains were wired um, when we were younger, because we watched the TV, the boob tube, right? Our brains have been wired to see people on the other side of a screen, whether it be a video or a television or a phone on a video. And we start to develop a relationship with them. We feel like we know them, we cheer for them, we cry for them, and we start to trust them. And right. that parasocial relationship is the idea of what marketers or what any type of professional should be doing with their audience so that when they do want to convert them to want to work with them, the conversions are much easier because the, the client on the other end feels like they know them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's powerful. That's really good stuff. That's, that's very helpful. And I love, I love that. And that analogy is perfect too. So that, that's, um, um, so why your, your number one priority should be known and liked and trusted to be the authority in the industry. What is it that, I mean, how did you come up how did you come upon this? How did you discover this for yourself? That's a good question. So when I, when I was just selling real estate, I am used to sell a lot of foreclosures and the market uh, got better. So I went from selling 169 homes, my best year in real estate to selling 12 the next year, because all of my REO accounts, foreclosure accounts closed. And I went on a listing presentation and I called and said, Hey, just checking in. They said, Krista, we loved you, but the last guy called you the foreclosure queen. And I thought, Oh my gosh, I am a foreclosure queen. Nobody knows me in this market. And so I started researching what the Fortune 500 companies were doing and realized they utilized something called um, content marketing, right? So they would take material and they would just add value and get material out there. They would market themselves to, to people and made it to where they were, it was impossible to forget about them. So I thought, oh my gosh, that's what I need to start doing. I need to start getting my content in front of people, serving, not just selling, right? Letting them get to know me, adding value, being prolific at times, questioning the norm, um, getting them to question what they're doing, whether it be right or wrong, right? And so that's what I did. I just, I, I focused on what 
other professionals, billion dollar companies were doing and they use video content. If you think about the Kardashians, whether you like them or not, everyone knows the Kardashians. They are masters at creating content, getting it out there to where they're, you know, they're, they're, they're billionaires, right? And um, I just thought that's what I'm going to start doing. So I started, you know, creating content, both locally in my community, um, interviewing people, talking about real estate, talking about the community, talking about market based seller tips and tricks. And then I also talked about things that were happening in the community and interviewed local professionals and interviewed local restaurants. And I took that content and I started creating ads on Facebook and then targeting my local audience and target and then retargeting them. And that's kind of how it started. And then when I launched my coaching company, I did the exact same strategy. I created a ton of video content put ads been behind it, started targeting and retargeting people and making sure that I was putting content in front of them that they were interested in because research shows that the more your content speaks directly to somebody, the more likely they're, they're going to convert, right? So, and that's why funnels work so well, because if I produce content and somebody's watching, I can tell, hey, they've watched 50% or more of this video. They must be interested in marketing or whatever my content is about. Then I send them more video content on marketing to nurture them. Then I take them to my funnel. Now, when I ask them for their contact information or for them to pull out their pocketbook to get more information, they're so much more likely to do it. So that's a strategy that I use. It's a strategy that I teach local professionals across the country to do. And it just completely fast tracks their business. Is that, so is that real? is that your, is that your target market local people or do you do local and national? I mean, I think, I think you're kind of a mix of both, but I Yeah, we do both. So whenever I talk about your, your community, I either mean your, your online community or your local community, right? They, they both go hand in hand because some people that we teach are, are national and they're going after like a digital audience online. Okay. Other people are like local business. Like for you, you used to be a financial planner, right? You know, financial planner is more on a local level. Um, whereas let's just say a coach or some or digital marketer or somebody who's, who teaches people online, they're more on the online type of a community, but the strategy works for both. It's just changes a little bit how you do it. Sure. Sure. Um, I'll, now let's talk a little bit about mindset and, and the change of mindset that changed your business completely. Tell us a little bit about that. I love that you asked that. So um, one thing I always, I talk to people about is I come from really, really humble beginnings. So I haven't lived at home since I was 13. Um, there was some abuse happening in my home. So I ended up leaving. And, and with that being said, I have an amazing relationship with my family. We're all so, so close. And, but I ended up leaving at 13, started running away from home, um, found myself in, in juvenile hall. And then I got sent to a group home for girls for a year. And then I ended up going to a foster home for my, my remaining high school years until I was 18. And so mindset's been a huge component of, of my success. And it's been something I've really had to work hard at because when you don't live at home since you're so young, I mean, it kind of, you know, messes you up a bit. And um, I've, I, I've read so many, like if you saw my phone and saw my audiobooks, you would, there's like hundreds of books on mindset and, you know, uh, you know, like the millionaire mindset and think and grow rich. And, you know, I'm a badass by Jen Sincer. I can go on and on about all these books that I read constantly, power of the subconscious mind, you know, psychocybergenetics. And there's just so much research about your brain and how your brain works and the neurotransmitters in our brain, it doesn't know the difference between what we like reality and like what we visualize and what we think. And so I've learned to just completely be a master of my mind. In fact, I use this bracelet here. It's called stop, snap and switch. So what this thing does is, is that anytime I have a negative thought, I realize it, I go stop and that's negative. I snap. And then I say, so whatever negative thing I said, I restate it. So for example, if I was to say, I don't have enough time, I go, oh, I got so much time. I'm going to get everything I need to get done today. 
right? And by doing that, number one, you're repro you're programming yourself, your 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 conscious level to be conscious of of the of the negative thoughts, but you're also then you know training your subconscious mind to be to subconsciously be conscious of being positive in what you're saying. And so mindset has been huge. Um, I, I read books on it. I visualize my success. I, um, I, I utilize the stop, snap and switch, switch thing. And I believe that I can do anything. So it's to a point now where one of the things I teach my students is I want you to think about all of the unlimiting beliefs that you have. Like what are the things that you say to yourself that are holding you back from greatness, right? Because we know that what we think about turns into our actions, right? Our thoughts, our philosophies, our beliefs, they turn into our habits, our rituals, our routines, and our actions. Those actions create our life, our success, and the results, right? So we've got to be so conscious of what we're saying, and we have to believe that we can do anything. So much so that when I try to teach my students this, this activity, I have a really hard time like thinking of things that I'm limited to because I just know that I can do anything. And, and be really believing that and visualizing it is, is insane. I'll give you a kind of an example. Four years ago, under four years ago, when I started coaching, I wrote out my manifesto and it said, you know, I'm a leader. I positively affect every life that I touch and make a difference in the world. I uplift and upbuild those around me. I speak at stages with thousands of people. I have trainings with thousands of people, right? I help people achieve more in life and have more financial freedom and time. I am a billion dollar company. And so that's the gist of it. But I had no idea how that was going to happen. And just this past 30 days, I've spoken on stage in front of, you know, two different times in total of over like 12,000 people, 11,000 people. And I had no clue how was I was going to do that. Right. But I, I put it on my manifesto. I visualize it every day. I see myself on stage. I see myself making an impact and it's like, and it just happens, right? Because my brain is manifesting it. And when you put it in your thoughts, your thoughts, your subconscious, our job, its job is to get you where you want. That's why birds want to fly south. It's like, it's, they're, they're genetically wired to be that way. We are genetically wired as humans to be able to achieve anything and everything that we want to. So once you really understand that and like believe it and like make it a part of your life, everything starts to change. And just by utilizing this, by focusing on the positive, by saying good things to yourself, by, by looking at all the good things that are happening to you, success breeds success. What gets celebrated gets replicated, right? What you, what you think about absolutely grows. So you've got to make, you got to really grow that part of your brain. I love it. I love everything that you were saying. I mean, first of all, I mean, I've written about some of this stuff and that is, I love everything you're saying because like with your, what is it? Snap? Stop, snap, and switch. Stop, snap. All right. I got to get that down because, so that's the same as the seven-day mental diet from way back when, you know. I've never uh, heard of that. Yeah, it's literally, literally, it's exactly the same. I mean, it's it was written back in 19, like, 30. So wow. um, it, it's basically- What's it called? I need to go read it. It's called the- Seven-day seven mental diet. I will send it to you after we're done. Okay, yes, yes, All yes. All right. So uh, I will, I'm making a note of it now. So um, you already explained it. So you already know okay. it, but it's- it would go, you could, you could have bracelets for sale that would work with that. So I do, um, I do. Okay. Well, that's something yeah. that definitely, yeah, we got to get a hold of those. So that's, that's awesome. What was it that triggered in your mind to make, to make that mindset set change? What triggered in your mind to where you were just like, you just all of a sudden started reading books. Cause I'm, I'm a big proponent of books and I love, I mean, constantly, I'm back to the old Jim Rohn style of, you know, your, your money equals what your self-improvement is going to, you know, they're, they're very close in, in development. What made it like, what happened at what point did you just decide, okay, I'm going to change my mindset. 
you know, it's so funny. People ask me that. I don't know what, the, where the shift was. I just know that I, I was a teacher. So um, when I, when I left the group, the foster home, I ended up getting a loan and putting myself through college and I ended up not knowing what I wanted to do. So then I realized oh, I want to be a teacher. So I became a teacher. I love learning and I love teaching. Like I'm kind of a dork about it. Like people ask me what my hobbies are. And I like, I'm the one that buys, you know, the mindfulness app and I, I read books and I take paper yeah. courses. That's like my hat, my hobby, you know, and like, I'll spend the weekend, you know, taking a class. Um, I just, I just like learning. It's, it's fun for me, but I've always wanted to just be um, just the best that I can be, you know, and, and also I will tell you that coming from where I came from, right. Wanting to make sure that like my children that I have now, I have two daughters that they absolutely live the best life possible and they are safe and happy in their home that why and really really being so obsessed with with them achieving greatness and being happy is a huge huge portion of um oh thanks honey of why i'm where i'm at you know what i'm saying because it's like you have to really and i, I know this one this stuff sounds really cliche right like it sounds cliche like oh know your why or, but i mean it's really so true because if you don't know like don't ask yourself how ask yourself what and why, right? Like, like, what do I want and why do I want it? And the how will come. So many people ask themselves how, and then when your brain sometimes shuts down when you ask yourself how, you know? And my mentor tells me, you also need to ask who, like who can help you get what you want more quickly, right? Who can help you collapse timeframes? Who can help you figure things out? Because what happens is, is that with most people, is that they start to do something and they come up to a roadblock and that roadblock, can take days, weeks, months, or even completely stop them in their tracks, right? But when you have the right people to help you, right, your mastermind team, you you know, you learn what to do to go over, around, or through something. So, you know, I don't know, I kind of got off track there, but. <laughs> no, no, I, that's, I actually love that because that's, so I kind of just slid into personal development as well. I didn't start there and I love teaching and training. I can get lost in my own mind. But I do want to, for the record, I do want to say that when our app is, is put on TVs, just like Netflix and just like Amazon, it's because Krista made me put it on my vision board just for the recording. So, so everybody knows that it was the credit, credit where credit's due is because of you that we're going to make sure that that's going to be on our vision. Yes. Board. Yes. I'll put it on mine too. Oh, yeah. it's so funny too. So like, I love vision boards. Right. And when I, so we, so I sat at ClickFunnels in a room, you know, three and a half, three, three years, eight months ago with these people that were just creating massive success online. Right. And I remember, I thought to myself for one second, oh my gosh, like, I didn't even know what a funnel was literally. And I thought to myself, how am I going to do what these people have done? And I said, nope, Krista, you're going to do, you're going to be up there soon. And you're going to be getting an award too. You're going to, you're going to be one of those people. And uh, so like anything is possible. Right. So, so it's like, you can do anything that you just put your mind to and you, and you, and you put the work in and you surround yourself around the right people and you you show up every day and you create habits that that help you get um, a lot done. I'd love to talk about a really quick productivity habit if that's okay. Would that help? Absolutely. Okay. So so if you ask people, what are your biggest struggles in life? They will tell you, oh, I need to be more accountable. I need to be more productive. So one of the things that I have done with my students and it is we've been doing it now for exactly a year. We started last October. It's called Skin in the Game. And if you've read the book Atomic Habits or Slide Edge or any of those types of books, right, which I love, they all talk about, you know, 
big, huge, massive changes in your life are just a result of little, small actions, right? Little, small, tiny things. These big, huge, audacious goals are just an accumulation of little, small activities done over time to, to, to create really big things. So I started this thing called Skin in the Game. And what it is, is it's a 15-minute daily accountability call where my students just jump on a call and they state two things that they're going to get done for the day. One is a business thing and the other is a personal thing. So it might look something like, Today I commit to doing 10 video text messages, and, excuse me, then I commit to working out, out for 30 minutes, right? And that's my, my intention for the day. So the next day you show up to the same call for 15 minutes at the same time with the same people. And then you say whether or not you got done. Yes, I got it done, great. And then you restate, you restate what your commitment is for that day. If you didn't get it done, you say, I did not get it done. I let X get in the way. And here is how I'm going to overcome that today. I'm gonna to change my behavior by doing Y. And then, then they restate their commitment for the day. It doesn't have to be the same commitment. It can be a totally different commitment. But the idea behind it is that no matter what, you do everything you can to make sure that those two commitments that you that you committed to get done. And the reason why it so 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 works so well is because you, you're you're number one. That call is your anchor, right? Like it's either slide edge or tiny habits talks about having an anchor, like how having an anchor when you're trying to create change right. and have it create a new habit, having an anchor, something you do before the habit will help solidify that habit. The, that 15 minute call is your anchor to ensuring that you actually get that thing done, right? And then also having the personal accountability and the accountability of the group, like nobody wants to go to the group and say, I didn't do my thing, right? right. And so it has just been phenomenal in the success of, of, my, of myself getting things done and of my students getting done. And then lastly, I would tell people as far as productivity is to utilize time blocking. And there's something called the Pomodoro technique. I'm not going to get into it. I don't really have time. But if you look up the Pomodoro technique, it'll show you how by incrementing 25-minute segments of periodization where you work on just one solid thing for one time. If you do this on a regular basis, which my students all do, you will save an additional 16 hours a week just by using the Pomodoro technique and period, uh, using periodization time blocks. I love that. That is, that is, there's so much good, so much good stuff there that like, I hope people go back and rewatch re and reread this because, um, there's a lot that we could expand on there. Um, I will tell you too, the cool thing about the skin in the game is we did that with our salespeople a long time ago where we um, we started putting their numbers on the board for our meeting, our weekly meeting. I mean, it's amazing just to see the difference in production just by people feeling embarrassed or being afraid to put their numbers on the board. It's just great. Like no other reason. It wasn't, you know, you think about it. It's, it's not for yourself, for your income. It's not for all those things that should be right. It's just as because of this, like you, you're, you're going to a community and the accountability factors now there to where, oh gosh, like what if I didn't, if I didn't do this and they did and such and such who, you know, it's just funny yeah. how that works, isn't it? Well, and also what you track grows, you know, that's like, if you read the book, the 12 week year, what you track grows. So yeah. when you track something and you're looking at it on a consistent basis, your brain is like, it, it's got to get you there. You know, you know how you can adjust or modify it to meet that goal. Yeah. You don't know without the numbers, you never know where you're at. You cannot, yeah. Yeah, where, why are my numbers down from where I was last, last year at this time? What am I doing? Oh, well, you know, we go back. We're very big on numbers. I've always been big on numbers and every, nobody loves doing numbers, by the way, <laughs> or yeah. those things. That's not a favorite time until they're going good. Now I wouldn't mind doing your numbers like this month. So that, <laughs> that, 
when you're when you're adding those up and having a great month, it's that's where the fun comes in. You're like, okay, so what are my victories for this month? Why did this happen? And what what changed compared to what we used to do when it was this? I love it. Yeah. You know, so- another thing that's really helps has helped my business. I'll tell you, is like I had I really had to look at myself as a leader, like how I was leading. So when COVID hit, we were at a six week burn rate, right? Meaning we were about ready. Like I had six weeks left of money to, or my business was going to go out of business. And we, like all of a sudden, we went from doing pretty well to and I was spending too much. I wasn't like really managing what I was spending to what I was making. I was just throwing it all back into the business. Um, but we were at a point where it was like, oh my gosh, we're doing like $40,000 a month. And my overhead was way higher than that, right? So I had to look at myself as a leader and say, Krista, how can you improve? Number one, I had, I had two people that were very close in the company leave and start a competing business. And I had to say to myself, I am not leading appropriately because for them to leave, I had to have done something wrong. So I got the John Maxwell books, you know, seven letters of leadership. I bought his leadership training and my goal was leadership and refinement. I'm going to be the very best leader within my company and make sure that every single team member that works with me loves their job. And so I just started pouring into my team, giving them tons of validation, tons of thankfulness, you know, just treating them like family, right? And I was, oh, I was good before, but I think I was a little too hard on people. I expected a little too much. And what I found is that when I did that, they worked harder for me than they do now. And they're so vested, right? They're like, my team members are so vested within my company. I bonus them really well. I incentivize them really, really well. I mean, they make really good money. And, but it's like, I always say, you can't take it with you, number one, right? And I want, I want to bless their lives, but treating your team members with the utmost love and respect and appreciation and having the right people in the right places, even if it means you need to pay a little bit more, that will fast track and 10 extra business. Like it's so important having the right people in the right places, paying them what they're valued for, sharing the wealth and showing showing much great gratitude and appreciation for your team members will help fast track your business. I love that. I love that. That's that's very good. And how, what would you say? I mean, we're almost running out of time, but what would, what would you say to somebody who's making an excuse of, uh, oh, I want to start a business or I want to do this, but you know, with COVID and everything else, is there any one thing that you would get, one piece of advice you would give them? Gosh, COVID is, there's no better time right now. I mean, I agree. there's no, I mean, my gosh, we've just, we've crushed it during COVID, right? We've had our best years ever. I mean, as it, there's no better time than now. Like there's so much opportunity. There's so much, there's so much room for you to thrive, not just survive, but for you to thrive right now. But I mean, if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting the different result. You can either risk working for yourself or you can continue to work for somebody else and make them rich because that's what most people are doing. If you're not working for yourself as an entrepreneur and building your own business, you're building somebody else's dreams and life. And, and, you know, people will say, well, I don't have the money to do it. I don't have the money to pay for a coach. I don't have the money to invest in that. Well, you're never going to have the money then. You've got to be resourceful, right? It's not about the resources. It's about getting the re- being resourceful because the resources, you're never just going to fall in your lap unless you're going to win the lottery, right? Which is like one point every, you know, 50 billion, whatever it is. You need to be resourceful and then the resources will come. People will say things like, well, once I have the money, I'll do the thing. That's not how it works. You need to learn to do the thing to get the money. Otherwise- yep what you're looking for is just always going to be there. So find a way, find a way to make the time, find a way to, to find the money, invest in yourself, because if you're not willing to invest in your time and your skill, uh, you're going to just be right where you are forever. So. And, and with content now, I mean, we talked about the content before the, before the show. I mean, this show is free. I mean, there's so many places that they can go and get started now. Yes. This This is a great book. It's called the digital marketing playbook. 
Um, it's it's a bestseller. The love was not on it yet, but we got bestseller status. This right here is a great book that they could read. Also, this is for entrepreneurs that want to learn how to market online. But I have another book called Fired Up. Fired Up. How to uh, how to quit your crappy job or something like that. And that is for people that are in that spot right now where they're they don't want to right there at a job. They're not happy. It teaches you how to transition from working for somebody else to working for yourself. That's a really, really great book. Uh, yeah, gonna, fire it up. Your crappy job won't quit itself. <laughs> there you go. And we're gonna actually we're gonna get you back on the show and we're gonna do two different other interviews over those books if we can. So yes, I, yes, love to. I, I love that. I love the content. How can people get a hold of you, Krista? So uh, we've got an amazing, if you go to kristamayshore.com, just kristamayshore.com, we do a two-day event um, every single month. In fact, I think we're going to actually end up giving that to your, your viewers for free or, or, or for a very, very minimal cost. Because um, I do find you pay attention to what you pay for. It's not about the money, but you pay attention to what you pay for. So we find that when you actually invest in your knowledge, you actually show up to it. But it talks all about digital marketing and how you can, you know, position yourself as the expert in your field and how to create content that actually gets, you know, visibility. Uh, so just go to kristamasher.com and you'll find me from there. Thank you so much for being on the show. I cannot wait to meet and do this again. This is so amazing. Thank you very much. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, Dennis, I, I love what you're doing. Thank you for having me. I'm honored. And everyone, go and implement. Learning is great, but implementation is where everything happens. Thank you so much. All right. See you guys.